You are now listening to the Flurry Podcast, hosted by Marquise Rawls. Another episode of the Flurry Podcast, and I'm going to do something a little bit different this episode. In the previous episodes, and even a lot of other people in this boxing community and, and a fan and culture of boxing, there has been a lot of criticism thrown everyone's way, thrown towards uh, some people in the media, to the fans to the promoters, down to the managers, and even fighters themselves. And I have been a part of it too. I have been criticizing people as well, but this time I'm going to do something different. I am going to have an appreciation episode. And I could sit here and talk about some of the upcoming fights that's coming out because of the zone, they put up a nice, a very, very nice little, um, upcoming schedule for February and early March, which some pretty good fights, uh, some good veterans and some young fighters coming up. I think the biggest fight is Povetkin versus Dylan White, the rematch too, which I still once again have my money on Dylan White winning. Hopefully he doesn't fall to the same traps that Povetkin had him in in the first fight, but we will see. And uh, I believe ESPN, they also said they have a couple uh, good fights coming out. I think PBC said they had one fight coming out in February or early March. But, you know, that's all stuff y'all could look up if you follow them on social media and you follow them religiously like I do. You could find out all the information, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to have an appreciation episode for everything that's actually good in boxing because I feel like a lot of people don't do that. So, first, I'm going to start with my appreciation to the fans. So, my first appreciation is going to the fans because you are what makes boxing what it is. You purchase the pay-per-views. You subscribe to the Zone and ESPN+. Plus. You religiously watch the free fights that come on ESPN and Fox and and you know, if you subscribe to Showtime, you know the ones that come on Showtime and and different platforms. You champion your favorite boxers. You defend your favorite boxers every chance you get. Well, if you're a diehard fan, then you do. Even the casual fans of boxing who come out and you may not watch every single fight. I understand that you're a casual fan. It's fine. I don't watch every single fight. I watch a lot of boxing. But I don't watch every single fight that comes out. It's almost impossible to do that. But even you casual fans, you show support when you can. You show support when when it's a big event going on. And the diehard fans, you show support no matter what. If it's a big event, a small event, and you buy fighters merch, you is the reason why fighters are who they are. Without the fans... Earl Spence would not be a millionaire. Canelo would not be a millionaire. Terrence Crawford, Triple G, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Frey, Anthony Joshua, Teofimo Lopez, Lomachenko. All these big name fighters would not be millionaires. They would not be celebrities in their own right. And they would not be as great as they are if they didn't have the support of the fan base that they have. And I am not a boxer, so I don't really know firsthand what it is to feel the love and support of fans. But I can see the love. I see all the comments on Twitter 
and Instagram, I see all the videos on YouTube and, and different social media platforms. And I see the people who still, even during COVID, they go out and watch the fights live. They buy tickets to stadiums. They put their health at risk to watch some of their favorite fighters fight. And that that kind of support, you have to appreciate it. So I'm sending my appreciation to all you fans of the sport of boxing. And I know it gets rough for the fans, the casual ones and the diehard fans and even the ones like me who are in between. But I appreciate every single one of you for supporting boxing and keeping boxing alive and keeping us afloat. So now on to um, the the promotional companies, right? You know, the big, was it Fordham? Uh, PBC, Top Rank, uh, Match Room, and I can't think of the other ones right now, but there are some other ones. I appreciate you guys as well because even though there's issues, there have been issues between the fans and the fighters and the promotional companies. Despite all of that, y'all still managed to make big events and 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 provide us with fights that we do want. Fights that we actually do want, because as much as I criticize PBC and Top Rank for not making the Earl Spence versus Terence Crawford fight, I am excited that they made the Wilder versus Fairy fight. I'm happy that they did that. I'm happy that Top Rank was able to give someone like Teofimo Lopez a, a, a chance of a lifetime to fight someone as great as a one generational talent as Lomachenko. They gave Teofimo Lopez that opportunity. They gave Earl Spence the opportunity to, to become the king of Volteweight by fighting the top names in that division. They gave Canelo the platform to pick and choose whoever he wants to fight no matter what weight class is in he can fight whoever he wants to fight and i know there's still criticism nothing is perfect i understand that but i still appreciate them creating big fights because those fights were big and they were huge and they were massive and i thoroughly enjoyed them yes we can't get every fight that we want we probably won't get every fight that we want but i am happy about the fights that we have gotten and I'm happy about the fights that we will get, that I know we will get. So I want to say thank you and I appreciate to all the promotional companies and the managers and the people behind the scenes who who write the contracts and make sure the money is right. Make sure all the zeros on that check is accurate. And then I want to show appreciation to the boxers themselves. Now, before the boxers, I'm going to go to the trainers and the coaches and the sparring partners and all the people who who help boxers, you know, prepare for these big fights. And even if the fight's not big, just prepare for fights in general. I appreciate them as well, because some of them are really phenomenal and fantastic. And, and they really they move with integrity and and they really try their best to bring out the best in their fighter. And what more can you ask for? from a trainer or a coach or a sparring partner. I'm not asking you to to make this person the perfect fighter. 
We're not asking you to make this person into Superman himself or even Batman or, or turn him into Thanos where he has all the Infinity Stones and everything in his arsenal. We're not asking that. We're asking you to bring your best to bring out the best in them. And that is what a lot of coaches and trainers and sparring partners have been doing. And I appreciate them. Even though I'm not physically there in the gym, I still appreciate the effort that they put in. The hard work that they put in to make sure your favorite fighter and my favorite fighter or even fighters that you like and fighters that I like to make sure that they are properly prepared when they go into these fights, which all the benefit comes back to us because at the end of the day, the fans will always win when a fight is great. Fans will always win. At the end of the day, if the fight is a phenomenal, fantastic fight and everyone from the beginning to the end has done their job, the main beneficiary of a great fight will always be the fans. And I appreciate the coaches and everyone who, you know, who 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 put their best foot forward and do what they have to do now. Last, but definitely not least, actually most likely the most important, I want to say thank you to the boxers. There are some people like me who I can't go too long without watching a good boxing fight. I can't. I can't go three days or even two days without watching some sort of boxing highlights. Maybe I got to see a rewatch of an old great fight or I got to go on YouTube watch some highlights of, of some of my favorite fighters or I, I got to just watch or listen to something regarding boxing whether I got to read about it or something and I want to say thank you to the boxers for providing the content for putting your life and your health on the line for little old people like me that you don't even know and I know a lot of fans, they always criticizing boxers, whether it be they think a boxer is ducking or they think a boxer, you know, it is not as good as they, they want them to be. Or, you know, whatever the reason why fans criticize boxers and even I've criticized a lot of boxers on my podcast. But at the end of the day, no matter how much I criticize them or how much the fans criticize you, I wholeheartedly appreciate every single one of you because Boxing, it's not an easy sport to do. It's not like basketball where, yes, you could get hurt and injured in basketball, but that's not the goal. There's no one, no one's goal in basketball is to hurt someone else. The goal is to score more points. Same thing in football. Yes, do people get hurt in football? Yes, is it an aggressive contact sport? Yes, but the goal in football is not to hurt someone. It's to score more points. Same thing in soccer, rugby, baseball, hockey, and whatever other sport, non-combat sport that you can think of. The goal isn't to hurt people. But stuff like boxing, where you step into the ring and your goal is to hurt that person. That person's goal is to hurt you. That is a career move that most people are not built for you have to be a different breed to be built to accept that type of lifestyle and even some boxers who are professional boxers they're not technically even built for it neither 
I've seen boxers boxing, like fighting, and I'm thinking like this guy he he's not really built for boxing. You know how how did he stumble into being a boxer? It doesn't look like he's built for this. Just making a decision to be a boxer. I appreciate every single one of you for putting your life on the line for my entertainment and my enjoyment. And I feel like it would be very, very unfair for a fan like myself who 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 gets joy from watching people bludgeon each other for however many rounds and to just not give you some sort of appreciation. And most boxers, probably no boxers is probably going to listen to this at all, but I will put it out there in the universe. Maybe there will be one one boxer who might listen to this and they will feel appreciated because they they know that the fans appreciate them. And I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for all boxing fans, right? I speak for all boxing fans because even though a lot of boxing fans won't say it, we still feel the appreciation for every single one of you. We still feel it. We still feel the love and appreciation for the boxers, for doing what you do, for never giving up, for always taking the toughest challenge, for always stepping up to the plate, for for always being there when we needed you to be there, for always providing the little joy and happiness for boxing fans when they needed the most. There's probably someone out there right now whose life is miserable, but they have boxing to watch. They have boxing to watch. Trust me, if there was if there was a boxing fan who was suicidal, I guarantee they would put off the suicide until the Spencer Crawford fight is made or until the Tyson Fury and Joshua fight is made. That's how diehard some fans are. So I appreciate all you boxers, all you promoters, uh, the fans, the trainers, the coach, and everyone who's involved in the sport of boxing. And uh, I'm not going to really talk about anything else this episode. I just wanted to just make a appreciation uh, episode of the podcast. And before I sign off, I want to give a shout out to it's a YouTube channel that I discovered a couple months ago that I have been watching. I've been binging their videos for so long. And I highly recommend everybody go watch their videos, too. It's uh, the YouTube channel is called Office Honcho. Office Honcho Boxing or Office Honcho Editing. One of those two. If you just type in Office Honcho on YouTube, it's immediately going to pop up. Uh, This guy, he is a boxing historian, a boxing expert, and he makes these videos. And I have learned about so many hidden gems and hidden legends in the sport of boxing that I've never even heard of from watching this guy's videos. I knew that the boxing culture in Japan and Asia, it was, you know, like it was big and they have some some great, amazing fighters anyway. He comes from, uh, I think, Japan. So I knew that they had had like a, a pretty big boxing culture. But from watching his videos, I didn't know how vast and massive and how long and historic the boxing culture was. And it got me interested and and looking and checking out some boxes from Asia and Japan and China and just different countries from that region. 
And some of them are real life legends. Like some of them really deserve to be in the hall of fame for their accomplishments and for what they have done in their skill sets. But, you know, that's, that's, you know, something else. But Office Honcho Boxing or Office Honcho Editing on YouTube. You can also follow him on Instagram. Uh, his videos are amazing. I highly, highly recommend them. So that is all for this appreciation episode of the Floyd Podcast. I'm out. Peace. You were just listening to the Floyd Podcast hosted by Marquis Rawls. Come back for the next episode or go back and listen to the previous ones if you haven't done so.